0: amen. Keegan and Cassidy, as you know, as we've talked about before, we live in a world that is, I hate to say it this way, but rather flippant with marriage. In other words, it is not uncommon in our day and age for people to hook up for a time and then when things don't work out, well, they dump the person and they move on to the next person in line. Tragically, these relationships can become like a revolving door, and so these individuals will never marry because marriage, well, it makes well, it makes things too complicated. It's just easier to recycle through relationships, well, for, for convenience sake. And then there's the fact that people who are married don't think of marriage anymore in the way that God intends. They do not view marriage as a lifelong union of a man and a woman, one man and one woman, until death do they part. Instead, they feel... They feel free to walk away from their commitments and promises when they don't feel, well, in love anymore. As though feeling in love is something, something that a relationship could ever be built on. Tragically, these marriages have no foundation but are built upon the shifting sands of feelings and, perhaps we could say, romantic love songs. And when we thought it could not get any worse, along comes, well, the whole alternative lifestyle movement. Individuals in this movement have all sorts of folks insisting that marriage and family, yes, marriage and family, can mean whatever they want it to mean. The problem, though, is that the rules and the definitions of this movement keep changing, resulting in marriage, well, not meaning much of anything anymore. And so marriage has become nothing more than an empty vessel and a hollow, yes, a hollow word. Now, I don't have to convince you, as well as the rest of us here today, that this is some pretty serious stuff. But perhaps something more important for you and for me to consider is this. Why bring all of this up this day on your wedding day? Why open up the can of worms, as they say? Perhaps am I trying to score political points at your wedding day today, or perhaps am I trying to stir up emotions to get people's attention so that at the reception somebody might say, wow, that was a bold wedding sermon? No, that's not the case not the case at all. Instead, I mention this because I want to contrast everything going on in the world with what you are doing today, Keegan, what you're doing today, Cassidy. Indeed, I want to contrast the world from what you are doing today. In other words, I want to take this opportunity to commend both you, Keegan and Cassidy, for your boldness. Yes, your boldness. I want to praise you for being unique. I want to applaud you today for being steadfast and faithful to each other and to the estate of marriage. You see, the both of you are here today in a Christian church, having a Christian wedding, and taking your place in the holy Christian estate of marriage itself, which is bold, which is unique, which is faithful in our world today. Indeed, it is bold, unique, and faithful Keegan and Cassidy, as you both know, marriage is not a social construct or a product of Hollywood movies, but rather God planted marriage itself into humanity right from the beginning, right from the get-go. Marriage was God's idea from the very beginning, which is why he gave Adam and Eve to each other. And so God instituted the holiest state of marriage, and God, in this marriage, he calls a man to leave his father and mother And to be united to his wife so that they can become not two, but one flesh. And together in this most holy estate of marriage, a man and woman are placed in the roles of husband and wife, creating a family. And so, Keegan and Cassidy, today you are taking your place in what God instituted long ago. Today you are stepping into your roles as husband and wife. Indeed, you are being placed in the roles of husband and wife to give each other compassion, to give each other kindness, while showing humility and quiet strength and discipline to each other. As you take your place as husband and wife in this most holy estate of marriage, you are positioning yourselves to be even-tempered, content with second place, and quick to forgive each other's failures. More specifically, Keegan, as you know, becoming a Christian husband is a lifelong crucifixion. Being a husband is not being imprisoned with a ball and chain, as they say, but being a Christian husband is a lifelong journey of laying down your pride. Laying down, indeed, your pride. Emptying yourself from all of your ambitions to forgive and to protect and to cover your blessed bride, Cassidy. That is what it means to be the head. That's what it means to love Cassidy as Christ loved the church. Today, you confess here at this altar that you will bleed and that you will die for your precious bride as a Christian husband. And Cassidy, as you know, becoming a Christian wife is the lifelong abandonment of manipulation and a cutting tongue. Being a wife is not becoming perhaps some doormat though, but instead it is a lifelong journey of trusting your husband, Keegan. Today you confess at this altar that you will trust your husband and cherish him as you trust and cherish Christ. But we have to confess today, we have to confess this, you both will fail, as all couples do, And so because you both will fail again and again in living this out, the Lord Jesus Christ affirms to you this day that within this holiest state of marriage, that you are both to receive and to give the forgiveness of sins accomplished by Christ for you. That is right, you are to receive and to give grace upon grace upon grace to each other. Keegan, as you learn to suffer and you learn to bleed and to die for Cassidy, never forget Never forget that the Lord Jesus Christ has suffered and bled and died for you. And Cassidy, as you learn to trust Keegan, know that your ultimate trust depends on Christ, who not only forgives you of your sins, but has forgiven the sins of your husband as well. And so, in this Christian marriage, there's no limit of forgiveness. There's no limit of forgiveness, no limit of grace for each other, Because there's no limit of forgiveness and grace for the both of you in Christ. Keegan and Cassidy, tragically, as we've already stated, already covered, this is not how the world works. It's not how our society understands marriage, but you already know that, which is why you are here this day. And so, God bless you both. I can say that with a genuine, deep smile. God bless you both. Indeed, God bless you both for being, could we say this, countercultural in this lifelong journey of sacrificing and trusting for each other. God bless you for taking the road less traveled and stepping into your places as husband and wife. Yes, God bless you for stepping into the holiest state of marriage, where you will not just go off on your own and do your own thing, but will keep in tune with each other while cultivating thankfulness for each other while well, constantly receiving the gifts that the Lord Jesus Christ has given for you, and will continue to give to you. God bless you both. In the name of Jesus, Amen. <laughs> Thy strong word bespeaks us righteous rightly. With-